0: The Ice Age. We've all heard of saber-toothed tigers and mammoths and mastodons trekking through the icy landscapes. But what is the Ice Age, and does it fit with the Biblical history? Well, find out now on Wonders Without Number. Welcome to Wonders Without Number. I'm David Reeves, and today we want to inform and inspire you regarding the wonders we find all around us. An infinite number of wonders that point us directly to our Creator, the God of the Bible. Now you are no accident. I want you to know that you're special, that you were created in God's own image, that Jesus Christ was and is that Creator and that He has a plan for your life. Even secular geologists are now saying that vast changes in the rocks and fossils we see can sometimes happen very quickly. So what's the story with the Ice Age and all these extinct creatures? Well, that's a good question and I know someone who has answers. Buddy Davis is an adventurer, a paleo artist, a sculptor, a very talented musician, an inspiration to young people everywhere, and I'm happy to say, a friend. So, what I want you to do is join with me as we welcome Buddy Davis. Welcome to the program. Good to be with you. Yes, sir. Now, I could tell you, just seeing all this stuff on the desk makes me excited. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is gonna be a fun program. Yeah, this is like Christmas with all your toys here. That's exactly <laughs> right. Now, you Make models of dinosaurs. You make replicas of a lot of different things. You made a lot of this, is that right? Well these, these are castings that I didn't make these right here, but I have done animals that, that would represent these. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. With the skin still on them as they might have yeah, looked as when they, they were alive. Looked. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting, but right now we want to drill down into sort of the Ice Age and some of the creatures of the Ice Age. Yeah. Fascinating, yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. I know you got a lot to yep. to cover, so all we'll right. just jump right in. Okay,
1: you can take a look at there some of the cool critters of the Ice Age: saber cat, glyptodon, uh, 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 woolly mammoth, and giant beaver. We'll <laughs> be talking. We'll be ta- hopefully, we'll get to all these creatures. Sure. But I'd like to start off by saying we can always trust God's word. Cracked on that. Yes. God means exactly what he says. No doubt. And did you know that in the the book of Job, it talks about snow and ice, and that has caused a lot of researchers to believe that Job probably lived through at least part of the ice age. Now, he didn't Uh live where there was a lot of ice and snow buildup, but I'm saying he lived during that period of time. Okay. So was there really an ice age? You know what, I, I know I know a lot of creation speakers as you can imagine. Yeah. I don't know one of us who does not believe there was an ice age. Okay. I mean, you gotta look at the evidence for what it is. The evidence shows that there was an ice age, but as you said earlier, doesn't have anything to do with millions of <laughs> years. Not at all. So to get an ice age, you're gonna need three things. You need cool summers, mm-hmm. and you need mild winters, and it takes a lot of snow to make an ice age. Mm. And the global flood is the perfect is a perfect mechanism to make all this take place. Really? So the ice age would have started shortly after the flood. Some say even a, a, as little as 200 years, the entire ice age from start to finish, less than 500 years. That's a long ways from what the evolutionists wow. say. They say there's many, as 40 different ice ages. it depends on who you're talking to, yeah. that, that lasted several million years. But the creations have a model that makes sense, that works, and there's problems with the evolutionary model that they've never quite all figured out all the problems yet. Okay. But I think our model works, and it goes, it's not surprising when you trust God's word. The key is the flood, you're saying, and there's so much evidence of the flood all around us. That's exactly right. Now to get an ice age, you need cool summers, mild winters, and it takes a lot of snow. Well during the ice age right after the right after the flood before before the ice age took actually started the bible says during the flood the fountains of the great deep broke open yes and and that would cause a lot of volcanic action and these volcanoes were spewing a lot of hot lava into the water warming the water up Hmm. and that caused evaporation okay all right Okay. And it's believed that even the Arctic Ocean could have been a, a, a lowered as much as 300 feet, at least in places. Wow. That would have made land bridges where uh, people and animals could cross it. You can't do today.
0: Okay. For instance,
1: this is, this is a land bridge that's in Alaska that's very, very famous. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and that's what it would have looked like uh, as the oceans lowered. Now, today it's returned to what it, like we see it today, it's okay. covered with water. You're not going to walk across that. But prior to that time, as the, as, the, as the waters warmed up and that evaporation, it lowered, it
0: lowered the um, oceans. So this would have been soon after the flood? Soon after the flood. And you see things like kangaroos in Australia and different creatures. In different parts of the world, you're saying this could be a mechanism where they may have been able to bridge freely across there, and then the waters rose again and separated them. Yes, and and, in some places, other places,
1: they would have crossed on floating debris, okay, uh, logs, land mats, just like a flood that happens today. You can see pieces of the earth breaking off in, in, a, in a flood and just floating with trees and stuff on it. Right. Some animals would cross that way, some animals would have crossed by land bridges that would have been formed by the, by the oceans being lowered. Wow. Now the warm oceans would have caused a lot of evaporation mm-hmm. and that evaporation in some part of our earth would, would fall is a lot of rain. But you know what? In a lot of places of the earth it would fall with snow. Oh. And that would, snow would keep building up, uh-huh. building up year after year. And uh, here's what I mean. The volcanoes spewing hot lava into the water, warming the oceans up. But there's also been a lot of uh, of um, a cloud cover caused by the volcanoes, as you can see here. is sure. a steam and and all the smoke and stuff going up from a volcano, making a blanket. Uh, not as much sunlight oh, is going to wow. get through. Okay. And so that would have reflected a lot of sunlight back into space. That's going to make your your cooler summers. Yes. Right. You're gonna have milder winters. Okay. It, it's like it's like this on on a really on a really cold cold night, and uh, winter time is usually when you don't have clouds. Yeah, but if you've true. got cloud cover, it warms yeah. it up. It's like a blanket going uh, going across the earth. Okay, so you'd had cool summers, back. mild winters. Yeah, and a lot of that sunlight would have been reflected back into space. That makes sense. Okay, all right. And so this is what a glacier looked like, and you'd had a lot of glacier build up during the Ice Age, uh-huh. all right? So this is, this is a famous glacier. This is me um, uh, flying over uh, the Columbia Glacier. Really? Yeah, and, um, and I'm in this thing, and this is, these wow. are huge. They can be several, be several miles wide, Forty miles long. Wow. Yep. And this is towards the, the edge of them. Now, these are deep. You wouldn't want to fall in. Them. That's like two hundred feet deep down inside those cracks, and some of it even deeper than that. And these, Let's this is called that. calving. Okay. Yeah. You probably a lot of us are familiar with that. You don't want to be close to that guy. <laughs> well, I mean, th- these things is bigger than what a house would be. Right. And it fall down. It would, I mean, that'd be it. I was able yeah. to kayak by some of these. And what you're seeing, and, and, and these pictures right here, is a part that's sticking out of the water. Most. Most of these icebergs is under the water. Oh, that was really good. We, I got to taste some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I got my foot full of water here, and there's cracks and crevices. You see those cracks and crevices? Yeah. You don't want to fall down in there because the snow can. You can't see them. Huh. They're covered with snow, and you step on that. And, man, and the it snow can, it, collapses. Yeah, again. and it can go down 200 feet. I'm just having some fun right here. Oh, <laughs> look at this. Yeah, yeah. I got to mush some dogs. So that just, <laughs> but that gives you an idea of um, the ice age building up the glaciers. You'd had a lot of glacier activity. Yeah. And as I said, a lot, a lot of this, um, these icebergs. The most of it is underneath the water it's just a little bit that's sticking out so some of these guys as big as a house and I was warned when we were filming this uh, had a ranger that was with me and and a guide and Mm -hmm. they said no whatever you do don't get too close to that we're warning you because what happens is pieces will break off oh even of the smaller ones and and when it breaks off it changes the weight of this thing underneath the water and I've seen Mm. this happen and this thing right here flips right over yeah, and if you're too close to it, I mean you're done. Uh-huh. So, so you got to respect that I got a little bit too close to one because I'm I'm that way <laughs> but but anyway You got to be really careful when you're around it. Okay, so the during the ice age You'd have had a lot of snow that would have been falling that snow would have kept building up higher and higher and higher making the ice Yes, I mean and and this is the way it would work cool summers mild winters and a lot of snow uh-huh. So we have my little cave bear right here yeah. And uh, and so this is when the ice age would have first started everything's really nice here. You get your first your snow of uh, the season but the cool cool summers all that snow can't melt away You got okay. all that cloud cover as well. So it right? builds up. Yeah, and, and, and there you see it Ooh, build up the snow yeah. It didn't melt.
0: Okay. Okay
1: Now parts of the earth didn't have uh, it just rain but part but, yeah. but I'll show you that in a bit Okay, but this is a part that did our, our, our top part of our planet and our bottom part of the planet the next season uh, the snow the snow just kept building up. <laughs> and the next season, it started building up even more. Oh, no. Yeah, and it's building up, building up. You're getting these glaciers. That's how glaciers are made. Okay. And it builds up finally. Our cave bear is completely gone. Sure. Finally, our tree has gone, and you're getting the glacier. Some of these glaciers can be it can be about a mile high wow. in depth. That's a lot of weight, and the glacier will keep right on moving. Now, I know some people might be worried about our little cave bear yeah. right here because he's gone. Don't worry about it him. He's hear. a cave bear. He's
2: hibernating. <laughs> you're listening to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves. The message presented today was filmed in studio at David Reeves Ministries' Wonders of Creation Center and is available in video format with powerful accompanying visuals. Subscribe to our Genesis Plus package online to get instant access to the video format of this message and hundreds of others right on your computer or mobile device. If you are encouraged by this message and would like to be a part of sharing this information with millions across the globe, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 931-212-7990 or write us at David Reeves Ministries Post Office Box 2824 Lewisburg, Tennessee 37091. Visit our website, davidreeves.com today. That's david r i v e s.com. And now, back to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves.
0: There was an ice age.
2: There was an ice age, and it fits perfectly in the biblical history
0: of the global flood.
1: It does. It just fits real, real beautifully. And, okay. Uh, and so the flood is the key to causing mm-hmm. ice age to happen. And get an ice age, you need cool summers, mild winters, and it
0: takes a lot of snow. Now. We want to dive in to some of the creatures yeah. that we find when we dig through that would have lived during the Ice Age. That's right. Okay.
1: Okay, so let's do that. One of them was a giant beaver. I like to draw cartoons. So, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, so that's my giant beaver right there. You don't look so giant right there, but he was a big beaver, and I'll show you what I mean. The beaver was as large as what a, a bear would be, a black bear. Really? And there's a black bear. So it gives you, in the, 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 the ice age, yeah. some of the beavers grew to be big. Not all of them, but some of them got to be very, very huge. Right. And um, and so there's a skeleton of the giant beaver. And I got head of that, I brought one. Is this, this is it right here? This is it right here. This is it? Yeah. Oh and then Then look at that other little, that little. This that, one right that, here? That there's a beaver. That's a modern day beaver right there. <laughs> This that's, is the difference. That's what we have today. Yeah, that's a difference. Today? I'd like to have that guy cut me some firewood right Yeah, now. yeah, he could do a pretty good job, I would he? not have to start my chainsaw in the wintertime <laughs> if I had that guy. But it just gives you an idea. They were giant beavers during the ice age. Whoa. A lot of really, I call them cool critters. Because yeah. they certainly were. It gives you an idea.
0: Uh, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Okay, all right. So that gives you an idea just how impressive some of these things were. Yep.
1: That's exactly right, so that's about how big he'd be if I'd be standing next to him. Mm. Gives you an idea. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. All right, so saber-toothed cat. That's another very famous creature yes. of, of the um, Ice Age, and, and what a big kitty it was. You wouldn't want to go, here kitty, 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 <laughs> This guy, and there's no way. Let, try to get get him to stay far away from you. It's what you can. Okay. So um, let's take a look and see what else we got here. Yeah, there he is, that's my cartoon. Okay. All right, now he's got a long tail. Not There are different types of saber-toothed cats. Hmm. Some of them had long tails, some of them did not have a long, uh, a long tail. Okay. So this is Smilodon, famous saber-toothed cat. Yeah. And um, right here's the skull. Smile of Smilodon. Oh, wow. Yep, look at those large teeth. Yeah, well, he yep. could
0: smile with those teeth. <laughs> yeah, he
1: could smile very well. I'd be running the other way, though. Yeah, that would be a smart thing to do. Don't <laughs> let this guy get too close to you. And so he's a cat, though. Okay. Uh, he's just a big kitty and, uh, mm. and um, a, a really big kitty. Yeah. But you know, they're not quite as big as what a modern day lion would be. A, a modern day lion is bigger, but a lion does not have teeth anyways, like a saber tooth cat, but they're all cats. And uh, uh, evolutionists wanted to know where all cats come from. They, they, they did research, they found out that cats come from cats.
2: You oh, know. Really? <laughs> uh, all
1: cats, so the Bible says God created the different kinds. What you don't find is a cat changing into a dog. you don't find the cat changing into a horse. And evolution teaches that there's all this common ancestor and all life that we see around us, all the animal life started from this common ancestor. When you look at the evidence, it doesn't show that at all. Everything stays within its own kind. A cat is a cat, horse is a horse. You can have big horses, you can have little horses, in between horses, you can have ponies, uh, miniature horses, Work horses, but a horse is always a horse. We could talk about bears. You got all types of bears, but a bear's a bear. You don't find them changing in
0: anything else. God says he created the different kinds. You're saying that we can go back in the fossil record, in all of these bones, and, and we see today, you've got the beaver and you've got a bit It's clearly the same thing, yeah. just in a different form. Yep. Same thing you're saying with the saber tooth cats and all of that, yep. there really are cats Yep. Just large cats?
1: Yep. And saber tooth cat is just one that went extinct. Okay. I mean, we have animals go extinct all the time on that's our planet. That's true. Almost every day there, there's there's more than one species they say, that's the end of it, it's went into extinction. Wow. So something that's extinct doesn't say that it died out millions of years ago, it just says that it went extinct. Okay. And there would be a different reasons for why. And some of them could be hunting pressure. Mm-hmm. Some of it could be changes in the environment that it's living in. Mm-hmm. Some of it could be disease that has taken some amount. There's all kinds of reasons as to why animals become extinct. Hmm. It has nothing to do with millions of years. Sure. Well, this is a saber-toothed cat that I made. Mm-hmm. And I took castings off of, of this right here. And okay. here's like a casting from a tooth of a saber-tooth. <laughs> and, uh, and then I did taxidermy. I used to be a taxidermist. Okay. So I used the cougar skin to make this guy right here to get a good representation as to what a saber tooth cat yeah. would look like.
0: But these are, oh, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. Now, this
1: part here is a part that would stick out. A lot okay. of this would be uh, stuck inside of the gum. In his gum. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. And that's, that's, uh, that there's one of the saber-toothed kitties. Amazing. All right. So he could open his mouth 120 degrees. I was talking about this uh, at, at, at a shopping mall one time. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy come up to me. He's really upset. And uh, he, says, uh, he says, how could that thing eat? It's just made up. How could it possibly eat? And I said, well, they could open their mouth 120 degrees. He yeah. says, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you, when you know the facts, but, uh, but yeah, they could open their jaw. So he'd, he'd probably use that as like a, a spear yeah. and, and, and the back of some animal that it would be wanting to hunt. Okay. And that's how it would bring, bring down its prey.
0: Okay. So okay. had kind of like a really hinged jaw there that would that, open way right. back. That's right.
1: Huh. Exactly. Yep, as I said, they're not quite as big as what a lion would be, yeah. but they were, um, they were um, more stocky-built than what a lion would be. And that gives you an idea about the size of this guy, okay. but again, I wouldn't want him chasing me, would no. you? No, no. no that's scary right there. Yeah, yep. had different types of deer during the Ice Age. Look at <laughs> the strange-looking horns that would be on them. Really? Some of them had a horn that would grow on their nose, some of them look like a tree branch that's growing out. Uh, uh, different types of deer. This is one that I made years ago. And uh, this is Cyndioceras. It had a horn on its nose. It had these little canine teeth down here. Wow. And they believe that what it would use those for, it kind of makes sense, that it would use it when it'd be uh, digging around the ground, trying to yeah. tear out roots and things like that. You see hogs, uh, wild pigs, doing that today with their tusks. Okay. And, and there's some deer alive today that still have these tusks. Hmm. So they're not all extinct but this is Cindy Aceris, and that's one that, I used a white-tailed deer cape to make this right here, then I, I sculptured to form, and once a tan to hide, I got a pretty good representation to represent what Cyndioceris might have looked like if that's it had been neat. alive. Okay. And then the Irish elk, oh man, what, what an amazing animal the Irish elk is. And uh, I got him painted brown here, but again, you don't know what color they would be when you're just, when you, all you have are the bones. But I got thinking about this one right here, it's an Irish elk. I probably should have painted him green. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be closer, he's from Ireland. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's but you right. find these not only in Ireland, but you find them all around Europe. Okay. But what's amazing, a large oh. uh, Alaska Bull Moose is six feet from tip to tip. Yeah. This guy is 12 feet from tip to tip. Oh, 12 feet, wow. so you can you take out your tape measure and measure 12 feet and you see how huge these antlers would be yeah. in the Irish elk. And that's if I'd be <laughs> by that's, these that's you land, Yeah. What, and, and that gives you an idea—a huge, huge member of the deer family. Uh huh. hate to get
0: them stuck between two trees. It's like— Don't you wonder how there. they
1: get through? But look how moose does it. You know? That's true. Yeah, moose has got. Uh, there's huge antlers and he gets—he somehow he gets through yeah, and he doesn't have any true. problem. So imagine this guy got through with no problem either. Yeah. He's only about six feet tall at the shoulders. A moose can be about seven feet tall. Okay. So his body-wise, he's not quite as big as what a moose would be, but certainly a lot bigger rack that's than impressive. what a moose would have. Gives you an idea if I'd be standing by it right there. Yeah. And then I'd like to talk about woolly mammoths and mastodons as well. So that's my cartoon of one of them right there. That There's a mastodon. Okay. And um, here's the difference between a mastodon and, and a woolly mammoth. Yeah, tell me. Okay, well, the woolly mammoth, they're a bit bigger, mm-hmm. and um, they have longer hair on the woolly mammoths. Not all mammoths had hair. There's some of them didn't have any more hair than a modern-day elephant. Okay. But uh, some of them did have uh, a different, different species of it. Yeah. They have more of a dome on their head. You can see it has a hump on its back. Uh-huh. And see how its back is sloped? Yes. And the Macedon is, is, is built more like a modern-day elephant. It's covered with hair as well, but not as long as what the hair would be on a woolly mammoth. Okay. And they have small ears, both of them. That, that's to keep heat inside their body for uh-huh. where, they're, where, they're, where they're living. And um, and so
0: so the that, ears almost act as vents on on a lot of elephants today in the warmer climates. Yeah, yeah. And It keeps it, them It's cooler. a cooling
1: device for them. That's why an African elephant has those big ears and he's huh. always going this way, and that works as a cooling device.
0: The mammoth and mastodon, small ears. The mammoth had a sloped back, little hump on his on his back and and on his skull there. And there's like.
1: differences in the teeth as well. Okay, and uh, hold hold a tooth up there. Yeah, I, I got.
0: What do we got yeah, here? That
1: there, that, now that's, a, that's from a small animal, but that there, that there's, a ma- uh, that there's a mammoth. Okay. And this part that you got your finger on, that's the part that it would grind its food on. That, okay. That part at the bottom of your hand is the root. That's the root. Okay, okay. now some of them had a lot bigger teeth than that, but that's what it looked like. you. Gotcha. Now you're now, holding a mastodon tooth.
0: This one, whoa,
1: yeah. okay. because they ate different types of vegetation. Yeah. And, and that's one of the ways you can tell them, not only by the slope on their back and stuff, you can tell by the teeth that's in their mouth. Gotcha. What type of animal that, that you found.
0: So this one has sort of grooves in it, and yeah. then this is r- almost like peaks and valleys, yeah. like really. Yeah, most scientists believe that it would eat tougher mat- material.
1: Okay, but one was found it... in one was found in Heath, Ohio, where they actually found the uh, some of the um, uh, food that it had been eating, wow. and, and the scientists were wrong completely as to what it what they'd feed on. Really, because they've always said that they ate mainly uh, tougher plants and stuff. Yeah, but what they found in, uh, in in around back, it still had bacteria and stuff that was in around around its stomach area, and it had been eating mosses and, and softer grasses and things like really? that. Really? Yeah, so when you don't see these animals alive and all you got are the bones, there's a lot of speculation that goes into it.
0: You're so interpreting wrong. what you, with the data, into what you want it, want it to be. That's right. It's not necessarily fact, okay? You're right,
1: and look at those big old tusks. And did <laughs> you know that the tusk is actually a tooth?
0: No, you know that? know that? Yeah, that, the
1: tusk, tusk is the canine tooth. This tooth right here. Really? Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if I'd be a big old elephant, this here would continue <laughs> to grow. It could be 12 feet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 12 feet on oh. that ground. So I wouldn't want to get it filled. Okay, uh, no, no. I wouldn't
0: want to get it canine. All right, but they
1: find these guys frozen. Even today, uh, this is a young frozen mammoth It's found in, in Russia. Uh-huh. Skin texture's still on it. All right, this is one that was found not all that long ago still has some hair that is on it. Yeah. Can, can you imagine? Still finding these today. Amazing. And people have actually ate the meat off these. And they've <laughs> served them at banquets and stuff. And there's been some mushers with their dogs when they're out with their dogs, uh-huh. and they can find bits and pieces of these guys still with meat on them, and they'll feed the meat to their dogs, that has really happened. Wow. Yeah. there's another um, fairly recent find uh, of one. So mm-hmm. er- every once in a while, uh, one falls out of the ice or, or enough snow melts away that part of its body is exposed. And it gives you a good idea what these guys would have looked like.
0: Now, we need to conclude in about a minute, tell me, the significance of all this and sort of you've, you've done a lot of work on the Ice Age. You give talks on the Ice Age. You've also done a children's book called Buddy Davis Cool Critters of the Ice Age where you look at some of these creatures in more detail. That's
1: right, yeah. I've got I've got uh, quite a few more animals that I talk about. Amazing things on
0: these animals. It's just incredible. We are completely out of time but I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank we'll have to be, have you back in the future. Oh, I'd love to come back and tell you about the rest of these animals. Maybe. Yes, sir. You know, when we see how accurate the scriptures are, that should come as no surprise. When we see how the Ice Age fits within the biblical timeline, again, that's just an encouragement for those of us who believe God's Word. But if you're watching this today and maybe you've had questions in the past that were just answered for the first time today, let me just give you the significance of that. Even though we didn't scientifically confirm some things the Bible said until modern history, God's Word has been true since the moment it was written. You know, this applies to everything including the Gospel. You can be saved because of the shed blood of Jesus who paid the penalty for our sins and offers us the gift of eternal life through faith in Him. We hope that you've been encouraged and educated today as you learn of the wonders without number that we find all around us. Leave us questions and comments on our Facebook page and give us a call to learn more. I'm David Reeves and until our next time on Wonders Without Number, I want you to keep looking up. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God. Hello, I'm David Reeves, host of the TV show Creation in the 21st Century on TBN. Each week we talk to some of the world's leading scientists, all showing how our Creator, the God of the Bible, has left a pattern of His fingerprints throughout the universe. Engage with other like-minded believers through the Creation Club, a place for Biblical creationists to share and learn. This fast-growing website offers over a thousand articles written by authors from many different backgrounds, already encompassing six different languages. Combating the unproven theories of evolution, our 24 7 TV network reaches millions of people with biblical truth. Genesis Science Network broadcasts globally over the internet, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, mobile devices, and more. It's a new Christian alternative to the evolutionary programming so prevalent on TV today. Be sure to sign up for our email updates and like us on Facebook for weekly inspiration and education regarding science and the Bible. Talk to your pastor about sponsoring one of our live events in your church or community.